All right, welcome back. I want to continue uh, the second part of the show talking about strategies that we use for divorce benefits, uh, for divorced people. Um, I mentioned the first week that most of these strategies tend to center around situations in life that you go through. Uh, Some of them might apply. Some of them may not apply. Some of you have been divorced. Some of you probably haven't been divorced. Um, But divorce benefits are also, like the spousal benefits, another area that's, that's not ever mentioned on your Social Security earning statement. So a lot of people miss it because they don't even know that it exists. Uh, like with spousal benefits, you receive the Social Security's uh, earnings report uh, based on your work history, uh, what your benefit is going to be, and there's no mention whatsoever of a divorce benefit. There's no mention whatsoever of a spousal benefit. Both of those benefits are based on the Social Security number of another person. Uh, spousal benefits and divorce benefits are very, very similar. Uh, we're actually, instead of filing on a record, 50% on the record of our spouse, we're actually filing on 50% of the record of our ex-spouse. That's what a divorce benefit is. But I meet, I meet people all the time at my seminars that, that did not know that, it, that there was an opportunity for them to receive more money by filing for a benefit on their ex. Uh, it's really sad to me uh, because quite often those people have stayed home They've sacrificed their work history, they've gotten divorced, and they've gone back to work to try to make ends meet, and they just don't realize that they have a Social Security benefit out there waiting for them for retirement. And the primary reason why we have divorce benefits is to protect women from those types of situations. But the awareness of it is just not very, it's just really not very good. Um, So let's go through what makes you eligible for a divorce benefit. Uh, there's a lot of similarities here between a spousal benefit, but in general, what you have to be is single, age 62 or older. Uh, you'll find the age 62 number pretty much applies to most Social Security benefits. There's one exception to that, which we're actually going to cover next week. Um, but most of the time, you, you're eligible for some Social Security benefit if you're 62 or older. Now, with a divorce benefit, you do have to be single. You cannot be remarried. If you get remarried, you lose the ability to have the divorce benefit. But you then become eligible for the spousal benefit, which we talked about over the last week or two. Spousal benefits were there if you're married for a year or more. Single, divorce benefits will be there. But if you are remarried, you will lose those benefits. There are two divorce benefits. There's one benefit if if your ex is alive. There's one benefit if your ex is dead. There actually is a widow benefit for divorce benefits. Uh, but let's talk first about if, if, if you're filing and they're alive. Uh, the other requirement for a divorce benefit is that you've been married for 10 years. So if you're single, age 62 or older, and you were married for 10 years before you got divorced, you're eligible for a divorce benefit. Um, if, you're spa- ex- if you're filing on your ex-spouse, you're entitled to 50% of their full retirement age benefit. That is the divorce benefit. Or 100% if it's a divorced widow benefit. Um, Either one of those situations. But you're eligible for both of them if you've been married for 10 years or more. Uh, Does it matter what your spouse is doing? Does it matter whether or not your spouse is retired, not retired, continuing to work, not working, whatever? In general, it does not. 
Um, as a general rule, if it's been two years since the filing of the divorce, there really is there's an independent situation between uh, the person filing for the divorce benefits and the ex. It doesn't really matter what the ex is doing. Uh, the ex doesn't have to be re- retired, does not have to be receiving a benefit for you to be entitled to a divorce benefit. But that only takes place after two years. Uh, less than two years, there are some implications. There's some additional requirements, which are a little bit beyond the scope of what we're going to talk about here, but you can actually go to our website and get that information. <clears throat> Excuse me. So in general, what, I wanna, what I'm addressing are those that have been divorced for two years or more, and that's two years from the date of filing, not from the date of the resolution, two years from filing. So if you're single age 62, you were married for 10 years or more, and your divorce has been longer than two years, you're eligible for a divorce benefit. The divorce benefit is equal to 50% of the ex's full retirement age benefit. Now, several things I get into and in, in when I help folks with, with divorce benefits. The first is I usually generally, particularly at my seminars, I will get a lot of questions about will he know. You know, it's a situation, there's a lot of tension, it's not a good situation with the ex, will, will he know? Will there be any kind of effect on his benefit? Um, and the answer to those questions are, are no. It doesn't have anything to do with him. This is a legal benefit that you are entitled to, uh, one in which you, um, if you've been married for 10 years or more, you are entitled to. It has nothing really to do with he or she. Um, the biggest problem that I run into with divorce benefits are actually verifying the benefit. Because it's 50% of your ex's full retirement age benefit, sometimes we don't really know whether or not it's an advantage or not an advantage. Uh, In a divorce situation, there typically is a lot of income that was hid. Uh, Most people don't really know what the ex is making. So how do you verify this? How do you determine whether or not it's it's a good benefit for you? How do you determine whether or not you should even file this way versus filing your own for your own benefit? So in order to do that, you're going to have to know what your your ex makes, which generally isn't going to be given to you voluntarily in most situations. So this is where we get into the biggest problem, uh, because people have to verify this with the Social Security Administration. So a lot of times when I'm doing planning with somebody that's divorced and I want to see whether or not the divorce benefit is going to be a higher way or greater way for them to file and I want to see what that number is from a planning purpose so we can be prepared for retirement, what the person has to do is they have to go down to the Social Security Administration in person. This is not something that can be done over the phone. It is not something that can be done um, over the internet. You have to call and set an appointment. You have to go down to the office and do it in person. And when you go down there, you have to have your marriage certificate and your divorce decree. And you've got to show the caseworker that you're eligible this 10 years. You've got to show them the documents. Show them that you're eligible for 10 years. And you're, because you're not going to be able to verify this information without that. Uh, even though you're legally entitled to this, you still have to prove to them that you are. 
Um, the Social Security Administration typically resists providing this information for privacy reasons um, because it's information. You're basically when you when you are filing or you're you're calculating what the divorce benefit is, you know what the ex makes. You know, he may not want he or she may not want you to know that. So there's some privacy issues involved with this, and even though you're legally entitled to it, it's not really easy to verify. If you have more than one ex, you actually can file on the higher of the two. So if you qual if you if you are married to one person for ten years or more, got divorced, got remarried to someone for ten years or more, you can actually pick the higher of the two divorce benefits. So you can verify the divorce benefit for either of them. And as far as which one you would want to, you can't receive both of them at the same time, but you can file on the one that has the highest earnings history and receive a higher amount. You're not restricted in any way on that. But the biggest thing that I want to get across to most people uh, that, that are a little bit worried about this is that the ex is not going to know that you're filing for a divorce benefit. It's not going to have any kind of effect on them whatsoever. It's, it's just, it's really not going to have uh, any bearing on anything other than just giving you some additional Social Security benefits that you can file on. Now, I mentioned that there was three exceptions. We talked a little bit in previous weeks about the deem filing rules. And I don't want to get too technical, but the deem filing rules are the new standard going forward with the Social Security, where we just cannot pick and choose how we receive our benefits. Um, once we file, that's pretty much it. But they left three exceptions. The first exception we talked a little bit about um, in previous weeks about the spousal benefit. Uh, there's another exception for divorce benefits, which I want to cover very quickly. Uh, there are no deemed filing rules if you wait until your full retirement age to file for a divorce benefit. And what that means is if you, if you were born before 1954 and you qualify for a divorce benefit just like you normally would, uh, married for 10 years or more, um, and you wait until your full retirement age to file for that benefit, you have the opportunity to receive a divorce benefit while preserving your own benefit. So just like with a spousal benefit, we have the opportunity to receive the spousal benefit, but then come back and file for your own benefit at age 70. You could do the same thing with a divorce benefit, but you do have to be born before 1954, and you do have to wait until full retirement age to do that. But if you do those two things, if you qualify under those two things, as well as just the general qualifications for divorce benefits, you have the opportunity um, to receive a divorce benefit for several years while still coming back and filing for years at age 70. And this is a very overlooked exception that's out there. Um, I just want to cover it because it's very, very, very helpful for a lot of women. You've been listening to Insights with Philip Wilson, an Alabama registered investment advisor. Learn more by visiting his website at ssmistakes.com or by calling 205-868-9297.